Welcome to the Coffee Table Podcast, an informal approach to know your family and how God loves is working on them. Welcome to the Coffee Table Podcast by Friendship Baptist. Uh, my name is Sebastian and I'm uh, the director of the tech team and uh, part of this new project. The Sebastian. The Sebastian. The Sebastian. The, the guy in the drum cage. <laughs> <page. laughs> Except for you're no longer the guy in the drummer cage. True. Yeah. So, well, let's start saying that this is a new project that we have and uh, we've been looking forward for it. It's been on the talks for months and I think that it's awesome that now we can, comes to realization, everything comes and thank to God we are able to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Brother Jerry, if you can uh, lead us in prayer. Yeah, yeah. Father God, Lord, we're so thankful for uh, just um, this time, Lord. Uh, God, it's it's unique to be able to to use this means of technology to to reach, um, uh, Lord, your people. And so, God, uh, whether they're watching this um, and the ways they watch a podcast, or if they're listening to it through the audio version, God, I just pray that um, you would use this means as we're kicking it off, Lord, as a as a way for you to get glory. And God, um, that we would. Uh, worship you through this lord that um as we get to know uh one another as we um just are able to to relax a little bit and and uh just be able to to address some things that we don't get to talk about a lot and and to be able to use this coffee table podcast for that lord and uh for people to kind of have a window into seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff um and and being able to connect uh lord with um the people you call into ministry and Lord, um, I just thank you for Sebastian and the hard work of, of um, putting this together, God, and, and allowing this to be possible. Lord, we love you, and would you just bless this time. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. Well, this is officially... So, by this time, will they have like an intro, like a cool coffee table podcast intro? Uh, yeah. You cut. Yes. Cut? <laughs> they will have an intro. I want them to know that they're going to have an intro. Okay, okay. So you're going to have an intro before this. You have heard it. Give us some feedback. All right, all right. Well, first of all, like and share, Yeah. of course. So how do you like and share this? You just on Facebook. We're going to, okay. it's going to be Facebook. Just click the like button on the bottom or the happy face, like face or whatever yeah. in Facebook. So what's all the ways that they can get this? Facebook's one of them. So Facebook is one of them. And um, YouTube? Yeah. Okay. YouTube. YouTube will be nice. And then probably our uh um maybe uh through our podcast um channels whether it's Apple phone yes, or Android phone. If they, or on even our website if yeah. if we load it. Um so yeah, just make sure that we are reach farther than yeah. Blackfoot community. Yeah. That's <laughs> exciting. So um we actually gonna... I actually got a call this morning from somebody. Um it was six o'clock this morning and they, they called and, and uh Says this um Friendship Baptist Church, and I was like, um yeah. And they were like, oh well, we uh um just had something come up, and and um I was wanting to talk to the pastor, and and uh, so got a hold of of me, and it's just kind of unique. Um, just a uh, I don't know how they heard about us or or how they um huh. caught wind, but somehow they got my number, my cell phone number, and called me, and and uh, pretty cool. And so, um people um here in Blackfoot and out um further even than that, uh, no telling where this person was from. I, I had no clue. So. There's an audience out there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know why they want to listen to us, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, something new, I guess. Maybe it's the Lord um, that they listen to. It is. I hope so. Well, um, we're starting a series of um, 
a new series that we're going to try to share uh, stories. This is an informal yeah. way to go out there and talk about things that are happening at church and how um, how uh, work, uh, I mean, uh, work, uh, how... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, just roll with it. Yeah. Okay. So it's informal. Didn't you just say yeah, it was informal? It's informal. All right. Let's do this. It's just how uh, how things work in the church, and um, and just be able to 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 be involved in new ministries or ministry that is already here. If you have ideas, way to to get involved, and um, and that that's that's about it. Yeah. So, so just so you caught it, the purpose is, is that you would hear from different ministry leaders and um, starting here with uh, me as the pastor and, and um, we're going to start here today with me and, and, uh, but hopefully somewhere around two times a month, um, we're still trying to work out some kinks, but um, we're going to be dropping an episode of this podcast yes. and uh, um, for you to be able to connect with them, to be able to hear their story, hear um, how God is using uh, that ministry and what he's doing and how you can get involved, how you can pray for God's glory in those um, different areas. And so really this is for you. It's not for us. Um, this is for you to kind of catch what God's doing. And uh, um, just another way that we try to share that story, his story. Yeah, uh, um, that's, that's, that's their goal. And I think as long as we go, looser we get. Yeah, yeah. It's like first time we, we're trying to do a podcast. and we are <laughs> sweating, man. We have no clue. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm always sweating. All right. Well, um well, as everybody knows, uh, we have today uh, a guest speaker. <laughs> Where's yeah. he at? He's in front of me. Oh, no. I'm the guest. <laughs> we have our, our guest, our pastor and leader, and um, we're just going to ask questions about how everything happened yeah. Yeah. and um, how God has blessed us to to actually keep going on this. Yeah. So... I want to ask you about you. How do you how, start from the beginning? Like, like in diapers beginning? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of like uh, in diapers beginning. But no, like when you were, uh, when you were like, uh, um, let's say, let's start with like the first experience you had with God on, on how you got to know Him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if at what time in your life you, yeah, yeah. you thought that this is what you wanted to do. Sure. I'd love to talk about that. Um, that's, it's, uh, uh, just, it's a story that, that I hold dear because, because as I look through, um, the past and, and see God connecting the dots, because as I, if I was to go back to the time at the beginning, um, where God started drawing me and started working in my life, I think, um, I would, I would have still had no clue. Um, Cause, cause it's not like I had this roadmap ahead of me. It's not like I had this all figured out. In fact, I had no clue what I was doing. And, um, I'll kind of walk through that in a minute, but, um, now as I look back, it's like, I can see the roadmap. He was telling me, turn left, take a right or, or stay straight, um, all yeah. throughout it. But it was in the midst of, of that. Um, I really had no clue where the end destination was going to be. Uh, I knew it was going to be with God, but I didn't know <laughs> what that looked like. But now as I look back, I can see this, this perfect roadmap God has had in my life. And, um, it started when I was young, um, a little, little boy. Uh, I grew up in a home where, um, I mean, we, God was mentioned maybe, but, mm -hmm. um, definitely wasn't the focus. And this is really shocking because my grandpa was a pastor. And, uh, and, and so, um, I've, I've struggled with that as I've gotten older of, of, of just the connection and, and, or the lack of connection with God I had as a baby. Um, but really, um, 
Uh, my mom was the youngest of, I think, seven kids. And so uh, when she got married real young, and so God wasn't a foundation in our home. And uh, I remember even having conversations about God um, at, as a very little kid of, of just questioning, like, people talk about God, who is God? And, and right. I can remember some strange answers like uh, that that are not doctrinal at all. And um, uh, But that's, that's, that's so many of us out, out there. Um, you, you just are told something just to get, cause a, a kid's going to ask why. Right. And uh, you just have to give them an answer. And, and so that's what happened. I kept getting answers, but it, um, so when did God specifically draw me? Um, I, I don't know the answer to that. I know that he's always been at work and he's always been kind of touching my life. And I've always had this interest in who he was. And um, whenever I was 12, my mom remarried my stepdad and he was a Christian man. And, uh, and not that I didn't get, I mean, I remember even Bible studies and different things at my grandma's house on my dad's side growing up and different things, but it, it just wasn't a core foundation. It wasn't something that, that I knew um, this was God and, and what he was doing. Um, it was just kind of this this slow drawing. And uh, But when I was 12, my mom remarried and um, I met Christ. I, I saw him, the light that had come into my world because um, I was living in a very dark world. I was even digging into um, drugs and alcohol, um, smoking mm -hmm. marijuana, drinking on the weekends and um, starting uh, this lifestyle that all my cousins have went down and my brother has went down. And, and um, it's only by the grace of God kind of grabbing me in the midst of that pivotal moment when I was um, just 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 a beginning to be a teenager. And uh, I saw uh, him. I, I saw that there was something more to this life and uh, that he, there was a love and a compassion and, and a care that he had for me. And I would walk through a lot of that with my stepdad and we ended up going to church, but, um, uh, we, it wasn't, um, the easiest relationship there either. Uh, so, you know, sometimes you can get in conflicts with the pastor and it's right. kind of unique on this side of it cause I'm the pastor now, Yeah. but, uh, we stopped going to church and, um, and then, uh, we, we would go back and we'd stop and kind of thing. And, uh, but we always watched Charles Stanley, um, during that time, uh, growing up and he was really influential in his ministry, but, um, it was really my stepdad every day. Um, we'd be in the woods or we'd be at the living room or wherever it'd be. He had this little Gideon's Bible and I wish I would have brought it with me. It's this little Gideon's Bible. I'll bring it the next episode so you can see it. <laughs> um, but it's this little Bible he'd bring out and, uh, we'd just be working. He'd say, all right, let's sit down. Let's open up God's word. And we just start reading it. Oh, or, wow. or if we had a question, um, I was like, I, I don't understand this. Or this was happened at school today. He'd say, okay, get your Bible. Whether we were in the car, we had a Bible in every car. We had a Bible in every room of the house. It was like, get the Bible. And uh, that was that was the, the slogan of our home is, is, yeah. is, is let's look it up. Let's get it. And so from that early stage, I was being drawn to him, to his word. And I knew it was true. And um, that's the only way I know how to explain it. I just knew it was true. Um, but it wasn't until I went to college, I got involved uh, more heavily in the ministry aspect of it. And um, through a, a college fellowship, it's called uh, SCF, Student Christian Fellowship. I went on a Beach Reach mission trip and uh, got involved with uh, sharing the gospel and uh, had some discipleship influence there. I uh, had a teacher. I went to, um, thought I was going to school for engineering and uh, ended up uh, <laughs> switching it all to biblical studies. Had a professor who was a, a conservative Lutheran. Um, and uh, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, but he was um, um, special. He, he took me under his wing and uh, um, I took every Bible class he had. I took seven semesters of Greek in my undergraduate oh, wow. and, and uh, just loved his classes. And uh, we grew a relationship. And, and through all that time, I knew God was still doing something. But again, I didn't know what it was. And so I went back home uh, to where my stepdad and mom was. And we went to that church we had a fallen out with. And uh, he said, well, you're a biblical studies major. Why don't we um, uh, get into uh, letting you preach? And I said, wow. 
uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be checking. like a, 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 a biblical ethics uh, guy or, or a business with biblical yeah. background. Uh, a preacher? Uh, you know, I, I had no idea that that was even something. Um, was that your call for ministry? When, when? So he, it's the interesting thing. He said, um, he said, go, uh, and let's preach this next week. Do you want to? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? All right. And, yeah. Uh, like, uh, uh, and I preached the next week. I worked on a message, and, and it was just um, phenomenal in the way that God worked um, that message and that, that time out and, and just um, worked through that. I just felt like, okay, there's something with this that God's doing, and, and um, I just fell in love with it. And uh, he said, do you want to preach next week? I was like, absolutely. Let's, let's do this. And the next week, I didn't study hardly at all. I didn't have um, it prepared the way that I should, and uh, just kind of went up there, and 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 um, it was horrible. It lasted like six minutes, and it ended <laughs> with me crying as I left the altar. <laughs> oh man! And uh, I went home and just bawled, and, and I felt like I let God down. And um, God taught me something very um, real that day of of just the weight of the pastor, the weight of preaching. Right. And, um, uh, and He was teaching me a, a lesson that day. Um, but anyways, through that experience, I went back to Indiana and I was involved in a local church there, which is actually uh, my wife's dad was, was the pastor there. And so uh, Brother Dane and he um, um, was was pastoring a church there. And I was like, I'm feeling this this strange thing. I'm preaching and I'm enjoying it. I feel like God's working through it. I don't know what that is. It, well, <laughs> I didn't know what call to ministry <laughs> was. And uh, he started walking through that with me. And he said, you won't believe this, but um, we just got a call from a church down the road that's shutting their doors and they're giving us the church building. Oh. He says, and we're going to plant a church over there. And he says, how about you become one of the church planters? <laughs> okay. And uh, so me and another guy uh, planted um, the church, essentially, in six months' time. Uh, we, he worked with us. Uh, he helped me in my preaching. And, and um, even in the – we talked about different things outside of, of even preaching, um, just what it means to pastor a church. And uh, it was a very influential time. And uh, it was um, six months later I started preaching. And me and another guy would switch Monday or uh, Sunday mornings and Sunday nights. And um, I would preach Sunday morning, he'd preach Sunday night, and the next week we'd flop it. And uh, we started a church, and it had like 15 people, and quickly um, that other pastor that we were co-pastoring and, and some families in, in that 15 left. And so it was me and my wife and like five other people, it was like seven of us. All right. And so now I'm the church planner. <laughs> <laughs> I was 19, 19 years old. Wow. And uh, It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it was um, insane uh, just to think through how God did that. Um, but. But that's who he is, and yeah. he uses the incapable, the unlearned, uneducated, and and uh, he took me, put me in that um, church plant, and uh, we, me and my um, fiance at the time, served that church. Uh, uh, me and Jacqueline served and loved that community, and we saw God do some amazing things. Um, it went from like seven to seventy in three years, oh, wow. and so we saw some growth. But the thing that was fascinating was the growth was all new converts. It was all people who had never known Jesus before, never been involved in church, and they were coming to faith. They were coming to Christ, and then coming to the church. And the atmosphere—that's um, a whole another podcast episode. Uh, but, <laughs> but the atmosphere of that church was was phenomenal. I love, um, I loved it. It was unchurched. It was yeah. uh, a people that didn't know the unwritten rules, and uh, I mean. We had times where people brought alcohol and was sipping it in the back pew. We had people come in and uh, say that they were um, Satan and here to destroy the world, like in the middle. Of oh, man. I mean, it was crazy. And yeah. I was a 19-year-old pastor. <laughs> I'm, I'm working through some of this. But I had a, 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 the senior pastor of the other church that um, helped me walk through a lot of it, too. But we had a suicide within those three years. 
Um, I mean, some hard, hard, it was a very drug-induced area. And, uh, but it was through that time that me and my wife just knew that, uh, that, that this was going to be um, our call for life. And uh, I think she's going to be on uh, one of the next um, episodes talking about um, some of her history. So I won't get into a lot of that, but it's awesome to watch how God aligned her path with mine in the sense of calling us both into being missionaries, we thought. But we didn't know missionaries was going to be um, church planning and pastoring a church and walking through that. So anyways, I, I know that's a lot. I kind of covered quite a oh, bit. Oh, it's there, good. But. It's good. And how was that transition from up north down here? Oh, man. Um, well, first off, there was kind of a, a limbo area because we went from Indiana to Fort Worth for a year. And then we came to here to pastor. So there's a year okay. I wasn't pastoring. And that was extremely hard. Um, we went to a, a church that was kind of... Um, uh, our church plant was very low um, in an economical sense and uh, very poor and drug-induced and all that. And when we went to uh, Fort Worth, we tried to find a church, and we really struggled. Um, we went to a different church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and we eventually found uh, a Lamar Baptist Church. And we, we ended up making that our church home. And, again, God's providence through that. But um, it was interesting because God taught me some things there. He taught me how to be a member Mm -hmm. um, because I'd spent the last three years pastoring, and right. I needed to learn what it was like to be a member again. Um, to be in the pews. To and, be in the pews. Yes. What it, when you feel like God's wanting to use you as a member, right. and you take that to the pastoral team, and you um, to, to to be reminded of the importance of, of that, of equipping the saints. And so um, he taught me that. He taught me uh, the fact of, of um, even uh, people who have more money mm -hmm. um, need Jesus. Right. And uh, I know that's a simple thing, but when you grow up in that, church planning context I grew up in where it was all poor. It was like, okay, they need Jesus. They need Jesus. They need Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's sometimes he gets uh, on the radar, like serving and receiving. I think they're not, you know, sometimes we could cut up on, on things. Yeah. And, and, and I think that it's important that actually we also sit there and, 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 and see how is the other perspective yes. we need to receive and, and and sometimes that's when actually we might even serve better than yeah. actually when yeah. we are doing something. Because yeah. sometimes you oh we need to push this button or we need to hit this core for the worship team, and um and that's that's probably pretty important that that we on the, we know that later like basic yeah. uh, part of of also worshiping which is. Yeah. Being in the pews and have a time when you receive and you're not just giving. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably um, um, like that whenever the worship team goes to uh, another church for a different event or different thing and they see a different worship team. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's like that for when I go somewhere and, and uh, I hear someone else preaching. And, right, uh, right. It's, it's, it's like, God's teaching you how to receive. And, um, and then when you learn how to receive, it teaches you better how to lead. Yes, it is true. Uh, in my own experience... Um, there's been times when I'm like, I don't get worried about yeah. people serving and, and all this. And, but it's, it's, it's just amazing how, how everything works with, with that. Like, um, like there's, there's times that I try to, um, I try to, in my, I mean, in my experience, like I, I try to focus too much on, on, on the little things, but God then shows his way and then while i'm worrying the little things then um yeah. he's he's actually he's actually uh working in me so so it's it's 
there was one time that we didn't have a drummer for the revival and I was worried about the drummer like we need a drummer we need to 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 have somebody to take care of and I got worried it got into me but then then on the live streaming there was a drummer and got provided <laughs> yes. uh, so so it was it was pretty interesting yeah and it's through those little things those things seem so small but it's through those things that God just says just take a step back I got this don't, don't. stop trying to do it all in your own hands let, let me be in control and um, he teaches me that all the time. Um, so on that, on, on, on your ministry, what do you think is like the blessing and the, the blessing and the struggles that you had? Uh, like what you think is one of those times that you said, um, when I, I feel like God just, God just uh, made me stronger in my ministry on those times that you said, Oh, I know that what I'm doing is is is, is something right. It's yeah. you know. Um Yeah, I think um so are you talking specifically about the calling of ministry, still walking through that story, or are you talking about right, my ministry right. here? Oh on, on that story. On the story. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's go back to, to when you said, yeah. Okay, I I got a call in Friendship Baptist and, and, and this is my call, but God also is showing you well. There's yeah. some things that I have to look on and, and, and Okay. Yeah, so so during that year while I was at Lamar, um I'll pick the story up and then I'll answer your question. So so this the at Lamar, um I got an opportunity to preach and uh which was just God's hand in it too. The church was like five hundred and fifty people. I thought I'd never be able to, to, to get an opportunity to preach and, and God just says, Look you just trust me and I'll take care of all those things. And and so he, he gave me an opportunity to preach on a Sunday morning. I preached and somehow that message gets to the search committee here that's um, looking for a pastor. Okay. And uh, they're watching this, this sermon and they're like, we want to go in and visit. And so then they ended up coming and visiting and I got to preach again. Um, and uh, they, they listened to me preach and uh, they ended up calling me. And um, let me just say that, that uh, I know mostly... Wow. Um, it's it's our church that's probably listening to this main audience, but it's um, I know there's people outside of of our church that's listening to this too, and even some of the in the church may not even know this because they may have come later on right. and not known this story. And this story is so powerful that I need to share it. Um, we were we were there um, and uh, walking through this this whole time period of going back to Indiana because we had thought we would come to Fort Worth for seminary, and then I would go back and take the church um, that my father-in-law was pastoring. Um, I already knew the people. I was already a pastor on staff there, and, and um, but I never felt at peace with it, and and uh, I just struggled um, through uh, whether I should apply or not, and, and that lasted for months, and um, I really struggled, uh, and I uh, kept talking through with whether we should or not and, and, and waited. And so a couple months later, I eventually say, okay, I'm going to apply. And so I applied to the church in Indiana and I applied. And as soon as I put my resume in, it's like two hours later, um, Lance Satterwhite, the chairman of the, the search committee here at this church, at Friendship Baptist Church, calls me like two hours after right. I knew I wasn't supposed to apply. <laughs> and uh, might as well have been the voice of God. And uh, Lance, don't get conceited. <laughs> but, but it was God working through Lance saying, um, no, um, I told you, you heard me right. And, and, and so... Uh, he said, hey, Lance said, there's a, a church down here in Mon Alba, Texas. And I searched for hours trying to find Mon Alba, Texas. Where was I had no it? clue how to spell it. I was <laughs> trying to find it. I could never get to it. And, uh, but eventually um, um, I gave him every reason. Not, I said, man, I'm still in school. Right. Um, I'm 23. Uh, I've only been married a year. 
Um, I gave him every reason to, to look somewhere else. And um, God was just so on that team that uh, they were like, no, we want to meet you. We want to go through this process. And um, it was just amazing. We walked through that. Brother Lynn was the pastor here at this church. And uh, he he had this vision that God was going to bring a younger pastor to, to the church, that um, almost like a Elijah, Elisha situation. Mm-hmm. And God gave me um, kind of a clarity that before I came and preached my first uh uh, the, well, the second message I preached here with David and, and Solomon and the fact that David uh, was told he wasn't going to build the temple, mm-hmm, and that, mm-hmm. um, um, but he was used all the way up to that point, And then Solomon would take over and, and build the temple. And it, it was like God was just clearly showing me, he actually woke me up 3 a.m. to prepare that message. Um, I read through First Chronicles and uh, I, I was to be the Solomon for this church. And um, wow. um, it was just just miraculous and watching God build it over the last four years has been amazing um, because he's done exactly what he promised to do. He was faithful to brother Lynn and bringing us to that point. He was faithful to me and bringing uh, me here and bringing us to that point. He's faithful to the church and seeing the glory that God's receiving through what he's doing here. So, so that whole story is just phenomenal. I remember me and my wife sat here in the fellowship hall back there and uh, they came and told us that it was a 97% vote to, to bring me in. So there was two votes. I've been looking for those two people that said, no, <laughs> I will get you. <laughs> I was just kidding. Uh, um, 97% is incredible. And um, for yeah, a 23 yeah. year old pastor to come to a church that's been established since 1860. Yeah. Uh, it's just unreal. And uh, I just knew it was God, but I looked at Jacqueline, my wife and said, um, when do you think they're going to know that we have no clue what we're doing? Oh, <laughs> we, and, we, and the truth is, we still have no clue what we're doing. We're just, well, just yeah. trusting the Lord. And, That's uh, true. But so there's the, kind of the wrap up of the story of bringing us here. And, and um, the rest of it's kind of a living story. We're seeing God work right. through that right now. Um, but back to your question of, of the, the struggles and the blessings um, of, of ministry. And I think the answer is the same. And uh, um trying to think of the best way to word it i i think it would be just just the simple fact of shepherding and what shepherding mm-hmm. means um it's the greatest blessing of my life uh to and, and especially to do it with my wife and and the faith family god has given us here but but to be able to shepherd a group of people um is a huge responsibility um and 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 so the blessing is is, is to know that god is is big enough to use me and all of my fault flaws all of my um youngness if that's a yeah. word and all of my struggles he uses me to be called the shepherd and the greater miracle is that the church receives me as their shepherd that they trust me as their shepherd um, um people that's been married uh, 10 times as long as i have people that's been a christian uh for 50 more years than i have um are, are looking to me to lead them and, wow. uh, and that's just the grace of God. And so that's the greatest blessing of, of knowing right. that, that God's big enough to use us in that and give us the opportunity of being able to just partake of just little pieces of the fruit um, that, that he bears through the people in, in the ministry. Um, but the struggle is shepherding as well. And with that is, I would say specifically, um, bearing the burdens of one another. Um, as a pastor, as yeah. a shepherd, I believe you bear burdens and uh, to hurt with people. Um it's a blessing because you, you grow as family, but it's a, it's, it's, it's a real struggle because you really hurt with them. Uh, an example of that is just these, these prayer um, sticky notes that we've been right. doing across the, the walls of the sanctuary. If you go and read them, 
Um, it's one thing to say, wow, some people are really struggling. But when you read them as your pastor, as their pastor, it's it's a whole other level because it's, it's we're struggling. Uh, we are struggling. Yeah. And I'm responsible for this struggle. It's not just, oh, I'm sad because somebody else is struggling. No, I'm responsible in this struggle with them, to live it with them, to love them through it, to walk this with them, to lead them to Christ through this. And, and I uh, think you, you once uh, once you lead them to, to that, then um, and, and go through that struggle with them and God, I think that after that happened and, and they go through it, probably just a blessing for you to see yeah. how how you lead them to to yeah. lead them yeah. to God to go yeah. through that. It'll bring you to tears every time to see God yeah. work through those those moments because it's almost like when you walk through this room and you pray for these people that are struggling, our people, us. Um, you, you're putting this weight on this burden. Mm -hmm. You're carrying it, and you're literally it takes everything you have to take another step to put another one on and another one on. Right, and then you take it to the altar or the cross and you release it all and you say, God, um, we are struggling and we are here and you are our God and we are your people do as you please let us feel your love let us feel your comfort let us feel your, your presence and, and um, that's the greatest blessing as a shepherd and the greatest struggle as a shepherd I think one of the things you said that uh, really is even though you are in that position of the shepherd you also have your own struggles oh, yes, you know yes. and, and, and put in yourself like well I'm going to be preaching up there and I might have this leadership role, but I'm not different than anybody here. Yeah, in fact, uh, this year has been extremely difficult for me and my wife personally. Mm -hmm. um, just walking through foster care and um, we had kids in our home for 323 days. And, uh, um, and of course, uh, you, he you hear all kinds of things like you knew that when you signed up, um, that it was going to be a mess, that right. it was going to be hard. Um, and of course, we knew it when we signed up. We weren't naive to think that this wasn't going to be hard. But just because you know it's going to be hard um, doesn't mean it's not going to be hard when it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's still hard. And um, to to walk through and, and see the blessing of God in that and the struggle of God um, that he, he, he gives us through that, too, um, is, is, is just phenomenal. But you're exactly right. There's There's been days where right before I stand up, um, my wife may be having a meltdown in my office and bawling because she's missing our kids. And um, right. I'm struggling because everything reminds her of that. And um and uh, and then um, in the midst of leaving her um, after trying to comfort her, because I know I got to get out here, you 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 come into a midst of a widow who's just lost her husband, who's, oh, who's yeah. um, wow. I'm struggling, and and uh, and then you go to someone else who's sick and has found out they have cancer, and then you stand up to preach. Um, the, those mornings happen, and uh, and I don't say that to 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 say um, look at what I'm doing. I, I say that because you ask the struggle and the right. weight and the burden that comes at times, and um, um, but. On the outside of that is, is the comfort of knowing I get to walk through that with them. Even my wife, it's it's me. It's a blessing that, that it's mm -hmm. me and her in this. Um, the widow, it's a blessing that I, that God has allowed me to be a part of her life to bring her comfort. Um, and, and Jacqueline's the same way. She had uh, someone who had lost their husband. And uh, they started to come in the sanctuary um, just here recently. And she couldn't cross the threshold because um, hmm. that's the first time of walking alone. And Jacqueline came up and gave her a hug and, and said, I'll walk with you and um, and sat with her. And, and just those moments are priceless. And uh, of course, a lot of people don't get to see all of those dots that are connected. Exactly. Yeah. But but, uh, but they happen all the time. And it's by God saying, let me just show you who I am here and here and here. And uh, so, yeah. And he moves you at the he, he moves you at the right time mm -hmm. and, and, and guides you yeah. just 
just by you telling us how you came here, I feel like a lot of people might even feel that fear of, well, I want to get involved in a ministry yeah. or I want to be part of the team or they're like, ah, but I'm not sure if, if, if I should, if that's my call and all sure. that. And, and, and well, this podcast is, is exactly what you're looking for. That's right. That's right. Because, um, I, I truly believe, Sebastian, that um, when you really see God at work, um, there's almost a drawing to that that you can't help but to want to get involved. And I think the problem is we, we always struggle with volunteers and we always struggle with recruiting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably tell me from the tech side yeah. of things. You always, <laughs> it don't matter if it's tech. Well, sometimes we don't have nobody. And... <laughs> yes, or the children or yes. um, the, the building and grounds. It don't matter what ministry it is. There's always a struggle um, to... to, to fill it with people who are serving and volunteering. But um, something that God's continued to show me is, is if they see him, they'll desire. It. And um, too often we're so busy trying to fill the positions that we're just practically speaking. Right. Or too often people are just coming in and not listening um, because they got the, the busyness of life on their minds that they, they miss it even if we communicate it right. Mm-hmm. So it's like connecting this, what you were talking about earlier, this leading or sending and this receiving. And the Holy Spirit works in both of those. He works in, in us delivering and he works in us receiving. And um, in any of these ministries, when when God's at work with sending out his vision and, and really um, seeing him in the the midst of it and over here he's working in someone's life saying oh i see that um that's god and mm-hmm, it's undeniable mm-hmm. then, then then this just amazing connection starts happening and uh and sometimes he uses a different ministry that they're not even called to to do that if they see god working um in the tech and uh, all of a sudden they're like man god is just doing something amazing there um they may come and say okay this is not um uh, my calling uh I look at this soundboard and I don't understand any of it <laughs> and, uh, um, or, or whatever, whatever um, the thing is that it might be, well, God got my attention so that he could plug me in somewhere else. And I have that zeal and vice versa with any and that's of the awesome. Ministries. Yeah. What yeah. a blessing. Yeah. And we all have one mission. It's and, and uh, um, it's not these different ministries. We have one right. ministry. It's, We're it's whole body. Ministries. Yeah. One body. Yeah. And that's always something that I, I refer to when he says that no, no other uh, part of the body is more important than right than right. Than, than just just keep going and 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 and, and bringing more people to God instead of focusing right. you know, on the little details in our ministry right. and and right um, this is one of the, the the things we wanted to do with this mm-hmm. podcast yes. getting yes. people to know more about I mean I've been in this church year and and a half and um and um, I, I believe that it's it's important to understand that that is yes. we're just here for one mission and not as much as we had too many dots. Yeah. We're we're just there to to. Yeah. So if you're watching, and uh, through today or in any of these episodes or listening, um, I, I want I want to just share with you if if you're having that moment where you believe God is doing His part on the sending. And uh, the Holy Spirit's working and showing himself to you and on your part as you're receiving this and God's at work and, and you're not plugged in somewhere. Or if you're knowing that God's leading you in a different direction, um, 
I want to talk about what you do with that because, because, um, yeah, this is a, to be a channel, a, a vehicle, a tool for you. And so, um, specifically whoever, uh, the guest is, um, the, the different people, the different leaders reach out to them specifically. If it's in that ministry, you feel led to say, Hey, um, I saw that podcast. I heard your story or I heard what God's doing. And, and, um, I just am really interested in that. Can we have lunch or, um, say, I'm really interested in that and let them kind of take it from there and they'll invite you to lunch or just say, uh, I, I know exactly what I want to do. You shared, this is your need and I'm that person. And I feel like God's leading me that. And, and, um, um, be bold in that. If the Holy Spirit's at work, it's, it's not you, it's him and, and just follow that. And, and, uh, and so touch base with them. Um, or if you want to touch base with me or Sebastian and just say, I, I caught wind of, of what was going on there. I'd like to know more information. Um, those are all ways you can do that. And, uh, if you want to just see us at church and come up and say something, um, we're all for that. This is what this is for. So just to wrap down now and, uh, and come up, I know you're the pastor, but how can we help you on you serving? Like, I guess, I know, I know we have support. Yeah. And everything but um yeah. how how do we wrap this around yeah and we can say the people that is out there to serve that want to come serve or yeah. that that can get involved uh yeah. with with even like you say when you were 19 just yeah. come yeah. and preach yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah so so i think there's a um two different folds to to answer this question with i think first off is is if you're feeling called in the ministry yourself, if you related to, to the story of, of God calling me into the ministry and um, you feel like that may be something God's doing with you, um, then then um, say yes. Uh, I kind of did the yes with the no head shake. <laughs> and um, that, that's uh, how, how I answered. I was hesitant. And um, um, if that's how you need to answer with a hesitant yes, <laughs> do it. Just take that first step. And, and that first step may be coming to me and just saying, hey, um, I resonated with what you, you were talking about. I have no clue what it looks like, um, but but I, I want to talk about it. I feel like God's wanting me to talk about it. And then we'll talk about it and yeah, um, yeah. we'll get some steps going there. So so first off, if if, if you want to serve by <laughs> joining in the ministry in that sense, um, right. then, then uh, that's your first place you can serve. Um, the other fold to, to answer the question with, I think, is, is just um, – how, how how can you help serve and be used in in my ministry and i don't mean that in in a in a authoritative way or, or a possessional way but um in what god's doing with me as the pastor here at friendship and and um i want to just answer that by saying first off pray for me uh i need your prayers i covet your prayers uh, to to know that god is is laying on people's hearts to, um um me and my wife and my family and lifting me um to 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 be able to uh, not be uh, defeated by the attacks of Satan, to be um, uplifted and, and uh, uh, to be encouraged. Um, that happens through prayer. And so please pray um, for, for me and my wife. And uh, I think that's the biggest way that you can serve. Um, second off, uh, take church seriously. And um, I mean that. Uh, we live in a time where church is, is kind of um, been diminished it's almost like I can have my faith with right, Jesus. Right. I can have a, a relationship with him. I, I even yesterday I wore a shirt that says Jesus is my savior, not my religion. And, um, and I, I agree with that and I understand right. where that's coming from. But even in that, there's a sense of church may not be important. And that's just not the case. The church is not a building, not an organization. It's the people. And, right. Um, um, and so, 
first off, if you are a believer in Christ, if you're in Christ, then, then you already are part of the church. There's no running from that, right? And so uh, I take it seriously. God has chosen the church, the his bride. He calls him his bride, who he loves and had died for, um, to accomplish the mission of, of uh, bringing the gospel to all nations, making disciples of all nations, to teach, to baptize and teach. Um, to uh, That is his mission, and he is using his church to do that. And so we should take the church seriously. Um, don't get caught up in all the rituals and the traditions and all the different things. Right. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying come and know that these people that you set beside are his bride. And we are united through the spirit of God in such a strong way that we are to do so, life so. together. Yeah. And the glory of God is to be shown together. And the lost is to see the love we have for one another and the ministry we have together. And so um, take it seriously. And so I think that's the way I'd answer that. Just how can you serve uh, first, uh, be a part of the ministry. Um, even if it's not as a pastor, if he's calling you into leading in another way, take a, a step in the right direction, say yes. And then second off, take church seriously, whether you're an eyeball or a fingertip or, or a, an arm or a kneecap, yeah. whatever you are, you're talking about the body. Um, I know we <laughs> all feel like outcasting <laughs> and weird uh, parts and, and we, we are, um, but, yeah. but every yeah. part of that's important. That's why God made it, it that way. It is. So, I mean, uh, and that's, 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 that's what we're, that's what we're trying to yeah. focus on. Yeah. Um, so who's the armpit of our church? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, well. Uh, just kidding. That's, <laughs> Whoever you with are, the other end. Or... <laughs> oh goodness. No, but um, I think I think um, just as we start this um, this podcast, and I think that we should um, we should actually come come together also in prayer and and. Mm. Lift this up. This is like brand new for for you, me, everybody. Yes. yes. And um, sometimes that feeling that you had when you were called, it's mm-hmm. also come to to everybody that is involved in this podcast, uh, trying mm-hmm. to figure out the best way to do it, and, uh, mm-hmm. and then right, then then figure out. Yeah. Yeah. And and just some application for those listening and watching. Um, on Sunday nights, starting here this new year, um, we're actually going to be taking a portion of time and praying for the different leaders that are on the podcast. So every month we're focusing on a different leader or ministry in anyways um, within our church, and we're going to take that month and pray for them um, in our, our times of being in his presence. And so you don't want to miss out that time on Sunday nights. Uh, don't just listen and say, oh, this is good stuff. Um, put it into action and say, I'll, let's pray for them. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's become a part of this, what God's doing. And I think one of the things that when we started this podcast was that um, sometimes we put stuff in front of the things that we call for. Yeah. Um, for in, our, in my story, starting this podcast was like, um, well, we we really don't we really don't 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 know how it's gonna happen or but then we at the same time we're like well there's no excuse for us to right. not to do it like like right. even if it's in the middle of the car recording a phone or something there's always a way we can serve god and share um, and, I, and I think that's that's important. Yeah, and Sebastian, I appreciate you putting this together and the vision, the the yielding to the Spirit and and hearing uh, his his vision for for the tech team, but um, also just for the ministry that's combined with our entire church um, of of just seeing him 
I'm glorified. And this is just another way of doing that. So thank you for putting the time in and, and heating to the spirit in that. Meeting. I'll answer how this kid that came to me one time and said, uh, well, um, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, he said like, uh, the kid was said, like I was playing drums and say like, oh, you're so cool. And I, and I say, well, you know, somebody that's cooler, yeah. somebody that died for you and I, and, 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 and that's Jesus. And yeah. so, Amen. so it's, it's all, all of this is for his glory, yeah. you know, Amen. and I understand the importance of, of, of just, um, the importance of just actually, um, acknowledge other people's mm -hmm. job but but yeah. i think that um this yeah. is what it is really the main focus and yeah. bring people to his feet and and be able to know that love that a lot of people need yeah. and uh as long as we go we, we'll we'll get a little looser and yeah and and and, yeah. and maybe i won't sweat as much because i'm like drenched over here <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's, it's 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 let's say this is the first podcast and let's not make our own fears excuse for not right. rich people out there that's right so let's pray and and, yeah. and pray that and we'll see you next time <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you praying for us <clears throat> sure uh dear holy father um i pray for you for this um for the people out there that is just reaching out to you that yes. maybe this might be the the first time that they ever heard about you Mm -hmm. I pray that you you that you show them your love and and they're able to know you. Even uh, with this informal podcast, we we just want to to lift you up, Lord. I want you to 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 actually uh, bring people to you that you know their hearts, you know their needs, and you know what they want to hear, what they need to hear. Actually, uh, I pray for Brother Jerry for um, his ministry that. When we just heard his human, uh, his human uh, way to 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 figure out um, how how he needs to lead our church, and 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 and, and I just pray that you lead him and, and then you give him like wisdom on the sermon yes. to 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 keep focusing on what he needs to do and and you just remind him that even when when he thinks that things are going south or things are are not going. That you you there that you remind him that that in your spirit, Lord, that you can lift us up together and and as a church and and with new goals, with new with new things that might happen every single day that that you use him for for leading and and that he that he is strong in your spirit and and, and even though he like he said he he thought he was young and all this, but you you lead him. In, in his in, in your spirit Lord I pray for this ministry that you uh, still use us that you still mm -hmm. that you still reach out there for people that, that, that they don't know you Lord and and, and and this is our only purpose we don't we don't we're not focusing on mics and how pretty we look but mostly <laughs> how people need you and and, and how they can get involved uh, so I, I pray for you Lord that that you create this space Lord to to allow your kingdom to come to other people. Uh, I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Coffee Table Podcast. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to like and share. <laughs>